0: give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. 1 Kings 1, 1 1-31 David in old age. Now King David was old and advanced in age, and they covered him with clothes, but he could not keep warm. So his servants said to him, Let them seek a young virgin for my lord the king, and let her attend to the king, and become his nurse, and let her lie in your bosom, that my lord the king may keep warm. So they searched for a beautiful girl throughout all the territory of Israel, and found Abishag, the Shunammite. And brought her to the king. The girl was very beautiful and she became the king's nurse and served him. But the king did not cohabit with her. Now Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself saying, I will be king. So he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen with 50 men to run before him. His father had never crossed him at any time by asking, why have you done so? And he was also a very handsome man and he was born with Absalom. He had conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and Abiathar, the priest, and allowing Adonijah, they helped him. But Zadok, the priest, Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, Nathan, the prophet, Shimei, Rei, and the mighty men who belonged to David, were not with Adonijah. Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen and fatlings by the stone of Zoalith, which is beside Enrogel. And he invited all his brothers, the, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, Beniah, the mighty men, and Solomon his brother, Nathan and Bathsheba. Then Nathan spoke to Bathsheba, the mother of Solomon, saying, Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king and David our Lord does not know it. So now come, please let me give you counsel and save your life and the life of your son Solomon. Go at once to King David and say to him, have you not my Lord, O king, sworn to your maidservant saying, surely Solomon your son shall be king after me and he shall sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king? Behold, While you are still there speaking with the king, I will come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went into the king in the bedroom. Now the king was very old and Abishag the Shunammite was ministering to the king. Then Bathsheba bowed and prostrated herself before the king. And the king said, What do you wish? She said to him, My lord, you swore to your maidservant by the Lord your God, saying, Surely your son Solomon shall be king after me and he shall sit on my throne. Now behold, Adonijah is king, and now my lord the king, you do not know it. He has sacrificed oxen and fatlings and sheep in abundance and has invited all the sons of the king and Abiathar the priest and Joab the commander of the army, but he has not invited Solomon, your servant. As for you now, my lord the king, the eyes of all Israel are on you to tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise, it will come about as soon as my lord... The king sleeps with his fathers that I and my son Solomon will be considered offenders. Behold, while she was still speaking with the king, Nathan the prophet came in. They told the king, saying, Here is Nathan the prophet. And when he came in before the king, he prostrated himself before the king with his face to the ground. Then Nathan Nathan said, My lord the king, have you said Adonijah shall be king after me, and he shall sit on my throne For he has gone down today and has sacrificed oxen and fatlings and sheep in abundance and has invited all the king's sons and the commanders of the army and Abiathar the priest. And behold, they are eating and drinking before him. And they say, Long live King Adonijah. But me, even me, your servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah, the son of Jehodah, and your servant Solomon, who has not invited, has this thing been done by my lord the king? And you have not shown to your servants who would sit on the throne of my Lord, the king after him. Then King David said, call Bathsheba to me. And she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. The king vowed and said, as the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life from all distress? Surely as I vowed to you by the Lord, the God of Israel saying, your son Solomon shall be king after me and he shall sit on my throne in my place. I will indeed do so this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground and prostrated herself before the king and said, May my lord, King David, live forever. John 4, 3-14 He left Judea and went away again into Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria, so he came to the city of Samaria, called Sychar. Near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph, and Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, being wearied from his journey, was sitting thus by the well. It was about the sixth hour. The Woman of Samaria. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink, since I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. She said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave us the well and drank of it himself and his sons and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him shall never thirst, but the water that I will give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. Who is your king? God has ordained a plan. He has a plan set in place for the king of our lives. And there's times that either we want to thrust ourselves into that place, which that's the case, especially today for most people. Or we look to something else as our king. But we don't have the king, the Lord, in his rightful place as king of our lives, we, we choose through either idolatry of others or of self to have something else sit in the place, sitting on the throne. And if your desire is to have success, if your desire is to live uh, <laughs> a righteous life, If you want to, well, ultimately, spend eternity in heaven, then you need to have the rightful king in his rightful place. Jesus said to the Samaritan, those who take a drink that I give them will never thirst again because I give them living waters and in them... Think of that. In them, there will be a spring that continues to just flow. So he's offering living waters and then also the ability to have in you a spring, a wellspring that continues to flow with living waters, making it to where you never thirst again, but also making it to where you will help to uh, bring that, Thirst quench to other people. Other people will be able to also receive that living waters from Jesus through you. It's important to put the Lord in his appropriate place in our lives as king. Father, I'm sorry for the times that I've failed and having you as king. And I've chosen an idol. Uh, I've even had myself as an idol and felt like I was more important than everyone else. Father, I know that's not true, yet it's still a struggle at times to when I have to think to love others before myself and not think about my desire, my wishes, but to consider theirs. But every time that I do, Every time that I do consistently, Father, you just fill me up with joy. Even though we may not have chosen uh, my preference of whatever it is that we're trying to decide upon to to do or to where to eat or, you know, a movie to watch or whatever it is. Even though it's not about what I want, I don't sit there in, in uh, disgust and get upset that I didn't get my way. I find joy in the fact that we're able to um, to fulfill the desires of other people around me. Father, thank you for that consistency that you continue to just pour that living water, that living water through me. Let me be a vessel uh, that can just be that conduit for more of that living water to, to pour over into other people's lives. My cup is overflows, and it's because of how awesome you are. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, Maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word. And, uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIP Ministries. God bless.